Hi guys. Good afternoon. How you doing? Good. Tom, you've known uh, Aaron Rodgers on and off the field now, I guess, competed against him. Not that many times, only a handful of times. Now. Yeah. Um, just if for you, even though you're not going against the other quarterback, right, you're preparing for the Green Bay defense, is there still something about playing one of the best in the game? Yeah, for sure. He's an amazing player. Has been for a long time. So I love watching him play. And, uh, you know, he's from California, too. So I feel like we always have a little bit of a connection. He's an older guy now. Um, he's been a great player in the same place for a long time. So there definitely has some challenges with that. And um, But he's navigated them pretty well. And he's done a great job, leads the team. And, you know, they've won a lot of games since he's been there. You know, and I knew Brett pretty well. You know, those two guys are pretty two great quarterbacks for a long period of time in one place. He said he doesn't want to play until age 25, but can you give me the change of heart that he'd be able to physically? I don't know. It's up to him. Tom, you talked about the, the situation of receiver and guys coming and going and the yep. uncertainty of yours rolling. Do you, do you think that will be better on Sunday or is that something you're just going to have to deal with? I think that, um, you know, part of the job is to deal with, you know, different people being in and, and uh, you know, it's, it's part of the demolition derby that, game that we play you know guys are in and out and you just got to adjust within the game and certain weeks you know you you start a certain way and it doesn't end the way that it started guys get injured you know look at Dallas game you know Mike went out Chris went out and uh, Julio went out um, Donnie went out you know you're ending the game in a totally different place than you know you would have started you put together a game plan thinking all those guys in there and you play to the strengths but you got to adjust throughout the game so Sometimes when you know guys aren't going to be out there during the week, you know you can plan for it. Other times you have to adjust in the game. So every team deals with it. You know we lost Mike, you know in the third quarter, last game, fourth quarter they lost their corner. You know a lot of a lot of things change. So you know you just got to try to win the game, however you can win it. And uh, fortunately, our defense is playing great football, and we'll do the best we can do on offense. Tom, what do you like about your new teammate Cole Beasley? And did you know that he was hitting you up trying to get on the team? You know, I've watched him a long time too. I, I've, um, you know, he's been around a long time, and and uh, you know, I've watched him play, competed against him. He's been on the other team, I think at Dallas once, um, at Buffalo quite a few times. He's a great player. I, I really, uh, you know, I think he's a great player. What did you say? Today at practice, um, today at practice, like we saw you fidgeting, like with your arm, and I know you talked about your finger. Is that just annoying, or where? How are you feeling with that right now? Great. I feel great. What about it's football season, so, yep. What about the uh, protection? It seems like you've been getting some pretty good protection despite yeah. having new guys, you know, coming in and yep. just starting. Yeah, I've been getting great protection. Uh, the guys up front have been competing very hard. I think that's part of why we run the ball so well. We've been able to run it a bunch of times. Those guys up front have done a, a great job kind of coming together, taking the coaching and putting their, you know, all, all they can into what they're doing. And um, it's really allowed us to do some – Good things on offense, um, but it's you know it always starts with offensive line. What those guys are able to do, how they're able to control the line of scrimmage, and you know it's a big challenge to you know like last week's front. That's a great front. This week a very different front, but you know great pass rushers. One of the best inside players we'll face all year, Kenny Clark. Um, but Preston Smith and Rashawn Gary are great rushers. So again, it's another big challenge, but you know we got to meet it. Every week's something different, you know. It's in the NFL. It's it's tough, you know. Every week you're going against somebody's best, and yeah, you just got to try to figure out a way.
You mentioned on your podcast that your intense desire for perfection sometimes leads you to have moments of frustration, you know, breaking tablets and things like that. Um, how do you kind of get past that and, and after a performance where you kind of have to accept, okay, that wasn't my personal best, but it was my the best I could do on this day, or this was the best we could do on this day? Yeah, I could, you know, I can always do better. I can always obviously do better as a quarterback and, and um, yeah, not let my emotions get the best of me. Sometimes they do. You know, it's an emotional sport. It's an emotional game. Um, and we're all out there trying to do the best we could do. And you're right. It's I think there's a frustrating part, I think, for all of us when you get a little older and you expect it a certain way and it doesn't go exactly the way you want. So, But that's that's it. That's the way it is. And, um, you know, I got to do a good job as a leader to – be at my best, you know, regardless of how I feel about a certain situation. Is it part of you, though, that kind of wants to hold on to that? Because that, I mean, that's what gets you coming back here every single day, right? Chasing that perfection. Yeah, always. I mean, there's a part of it for all of us that we just, you know, you want it to be the best you could be. Really, not just for yourself, but for everyone around you, for the whole team. Everyone's counting on you to be, you know, a great player. And, uh, you know, we got to reach a higher level on offense. That's part of what our responsibility is. I think the fans have gotten spoiled over the last couple of years uh, seeing you guys put up 30-plus points you know, every week. Uh, is it, you just kind of look at the situation now as it's, it's building, and it's not matter really what you do at the beginning, but here at the end. Yeah, I think we're got to, you know, we're obviously scoring points is a challenge for every team, you know. Um, you know, in order to score points, you have to do things consistently well down the field. You know, you've got to be on the same page, communication. And ultimately, the game is about, making plays and, you know, the matchups you have. You know, you got to win your matchup. You know, you're not going to score points if you turn the ball over. We did that to start the Saint game. We did it on the second drive. We stopped on the fourth and one. So you can't score points if you fumble the ball, and you can't score points if you miss a fourth and one. So the only way to score is to do things, you know, better and more consistently over the course of the drive all the way down in the red area and then ultimately put the ball in the end zone. So set and learn for field goals, you're not going to score a lot of points. you got to be good in the red area. But in order to be good in the red area, you got to be good on third down. In order to be good on third down, you got to be good on first and second down. In order to be good on first and second down, you need good, you know, play by your special teams and, you know, to get good field position. And then you need good defensive football. So it's a complementary game. And I think as we keep going throughout the course of the season, obviously the goal is to score as many points as we can. And, um, you know, we know that we're going to have to do a better job than what we've done. And, you know, we're going to work hard to get there. And Dallas County uh, adopted the TB12 method. What kind of impact do you think it's going to have on the school system over there? You know, I think amazing, you know, I, I feel like everything I've learned over the course of 23 years in football has and will allow me to continue to help people in different ways. You know, the things I've learned have been a huge benefit to me. And I realize that, you know, there are systems that are broken and you'd like to try to improve them the best way you can by giving people the knowledge that has allowed me to be successful. So I think a big part of my future life will be that as well, you know, and I think Unfortunately, like everything else, there's a lot of money made in the old system, and it's hard because, you know, I think preventative care, preventative maintenance of your body is a challenge because it takes time and energy. But I think starting young is really important and educating people on what works as opposed to what the way things have always been. And I think the way things always been will always result in basically the same outcomes for people. And I think what I've tried to do is challenge that norm by performing, you know, over a long period of time. But I've really done it in a way that's um, I'd say been unique and that I've tried to, you know, allow my teammates to um, learn as well as, you know, tens of thousands of other people that, you know, have kind of uh, been educated and adopted what, you know, a different type of uh, belief system. Tom, 
there's been a lot of talk in Green Bay just with Aaron Rodgers and Hip, having young receivers, new receivers, what his responsibility is to bring them along. Yep. I'm curious to get your take. Do you believe that's kind of a fair expectation of quarterbacks now? I think every, you know, it's, it's a good question. You know, what's your responsibility as a quarterback? Um, I'm sure it's different for all quarterbacks, what their responsibilities are. So I think as an older player, you know, you've got to, it, it really comes down and speaks to ultimately what the goal is to win the game. And to win the game, you've got to score points. And this goes back to a lot of things we talked about. How do you score points with young receivers? I don't know, man. A lot of it's up to the young receivers, what they're able to do. You know, I've been in situations with a lot of young players and it's a challenge because, you know, they don't have the experience, but maybe they have a lot of other things. So we're all challenged, you know, it's I think that's just the reality of playing sports and being in football. Every team is challenged with different things. And some guys have young, let's say, receivers, but veteran secondaries. Some teams have a veteran receivers and a young secondary or you may have a veteran secondary and young linebackers. I mean. Not a lot of teams are going to have veterans at every position that are healthy all year. So you just got to try to keep managing it the best way you can. If you're the quarterback, you know, try to figure out how to win the game because that's why we're all here. Tom, can you talk about how the conversation started to have your ring, your Super Bowl rings at the World Cup? Yeah, a friend of mine um, is uh, asked me, you know, and I had visited um, Qatar a couple times and really enjoyed it. And there's a great sports museum there and. Wanted to allow a lot of the people that are going to be there to see kind of American football and the impact it's had on all of our lives and how great of a sport it is. And for them to see kind of what we play for, I thought would be a really cool thing. Is it nerve-wracking sending those things so far away? I mean, what kind of insurance do you have on that? I know. Yes. I just, you know, I trust people. So I'm like, go for it. You know, don't lose it. And, you know, here, sign this. So I'm kind of loose with things like that. Thank you. All right. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. How's everyone? Good, good, good. But now that you've seen Cole Beasley for two days, what are your thoughts of, of him? What kind of shape is he in? Well, he got fresh legs. <laughs> he got fresh legs. Uh, Cole's a veteran guy. Uh, when you first see him, you understand that he's been around football a long time, and you see why he's had the success he's had. He's very detailed. He's come in and actually had two good days of practice. Obviously, I mean, it's the first two days, but he looked good the first two days. So we're just trying to get him caught up just on the system, the wording, everything, where he'll need to be if he's needed. So we're just trying to get everyone ready. And, and I know he was talking about last year's game, uh, Bills, um, that, that over time, like, they were just gassed because it was so hot and humid. How is he adjusting to the conditions, which aren't easy for anybody? Yeah, it was hot out there today, but he'll get used to it. Uh, it takes a little time to get used to it down here, but I didn't see anything in practice. A game in practice is a lot different. Uh, probably he was going more reps really in the game as opposed to what he did today in practice, but it takes a little time to get used to this down here, um, but he will. He's a veteran. He's a pro. He know how to do that. How much can you expect out of him if needed on Sunday with just three days of practice to kind of absorb some of this offense? Uh, I don't know yet, really. I can't really answer that question. We're just getting finished, really, with day two. I want to look at the film, grade the film. But he's been doing well since he got here. Byron Tom was fairly frustrated, I mean, openly, right, during the game. You know how competitive he is. But guys are going to drop balls, and there's going to be you know, times you struggle. 
what, what if you were a quarterback, I mean, how do you, what, what have you learned about his moves on the sideline and how that can lead to other guys getting you know, wound up as well? Normally when he get like that, he's not really mad at nobody else. That's how he gets on himself, really. <laughs> if you know him well enough, when he really goes, he's really talking to himself most of the time. So we, we know Tom. You know, we know Tom. Everything's fine. This is, this is what he do. Things ain't going well. That's the good thing about having Tom on your team. Things ain't going well. You're going to get that reaction out of him. Normally get the guys going. So that's excellent when you can get that from your quarterback. All right, you guys are 2-0, but you have two offensive touchdowns in two games. Short of getting healthier, first and foremost, what's the, the most important improvement they can make this week? Uh, we're just trying to win. We're just trying to win. We don't care. There's no such thing as a bad win in this league, right? We played well a lot and lost a lot of football games, but we will switch any day of the week. So we're trying to do what we can right now to win football games. I love where we're at, though. Honestly, I love where we're at. We're improving in a lot of places that a lot of people don't know. So we'll get healthy and we'll get going, but health is not an excuse for us. Uh, we're supposed to play well every time we go out. We're just excited for the next opportunity to go out and see what we can do. Byron, you said you're improving in some ways. What are some of those ways? Uh, I think we're doing a better job getting the head on the head in the run game. I think it's a lot of things, to be honest with you. I could stand up here all day, but we're doing the – I don't. <laughs> I got a job to do. Yeah, no, nah, we're just getting ready. Obviously, everything hasn't gone great for us early, but that's understandable. We'll be fine. We'll be – we'll get ready to roll here. Byron, you said that um – Health isn't an excuse, but what kind of challenge is it for you this week and last week, given the pieces that you may or may not have? Well, anytime you don't have your guys, right, you want to go out there and participate with your guys, your main guys. But I believe in these guys. That, that's why they own this squad. That's why they own this team. They all have a skill set that can help us win football games. So I believe in that. So when the guy's out there, I just got to do a better job of putting guys in position to have more success. That's really how I view it. Uh, it's the way we're approaching games. We're approaching games. We're doing a lot of things that we want to do. We're just not executing in certain situational football moments that's biting us right now. I think we'll clean that up and fix it up, though. I'll start on you. Start charging for that. Um, with that, that touchdown for Prashad, it, it did look like it was an easy rep to win, you know, at the line of scrimmage. Just can you say, um, can you speak to kind of the improvements he's made with his releases? I don't think no rep is easy in this league. I don't think no rep, no touchdown, everything you do in this league. We beat a really good football team last week, so everything counts. But it's BP. That's why we trust him. That's why I trust him. He's a guy that can play multiple positions. Since 2019, he's been making those plays for us. Uh, so we trust in BP. We understand what BP brings to the table. We just happy we have him for moments like this. When you have so many guys down, you got a guy in the huddle that you can trust, Tom trusts, and as you guys see, each time he get an opportunity, he makes plays, big plays for us to win ball games. Speaking of 2019, he, he stepped in and had the game of his life against the Lions uh, when, when Mike was already out, done for the year with the hammy. Then Chris leaves in the third quarter, and he goes and has three touchdowns. What can you say about a guy um, who, who gets an opportunity like that and, and just makes the most of it in that kind of way? That's all I know of him. That's all I know of him since we, like I said, since 2019, he's coming here has made big plays for us, huge plays for us. We expect that from him every time. That's what we, what we really expect from BP, really, especially when he's healthy. He's capable of going out there and help us, and he get the opportunity. He always stand tall for us and find a way to make a play. You guys were very proficient in the red zone last year, finished second in the league. I think it was like 
you haven't been there that often in the first two games, but you have struggled down there. Where, where are you seeing maybe the issues there? We're counting them up at the end. I always tell you guys, uh, count these things up at the end. We're in the first two weeks of the season. We'll take all the numbers that come with it. Once we get to week 17, we'll see where we're at. But right now, we just got to execute. We just got to execute in every phase of the game, really, right now. Short yardage, red zone, third down. I think we could be better at every, a lot of situational spots in the football field, and we're working to get that done. Byron, with, Byron, with Gio hitting the IR, this could open an opportunity for Keyshawn Vaughn uh, to, to get more reps. How has he improved this year from you know training camp in the preseason all the way now heading into week three? Everything I've asked to Keyshawn from the beginning of the summer, I said, hey, these things you got to work on, he's gotten better at. He's gotten great with the ball in his hand. He's gotten really good with the ball not in his hand, right? That's always the key for young running backs, to be good on the grass when you don't have the ball. And he's done that since he got back this summer. Sneakers had one of the best camps out of anybody, really, all year, all summer. His summer was great, so he had a big improvement. We'll see what that means. You know, we'll see what that means going forward. But Sneak's done a great job for us. Bernie, you've only given up three sacks in two games, and you talked about improvement in the run game. Uh, but short yardage is definitely an offensive line play. You had a third and one and a fourth and a one Sunday where you didn't convert. Are there things you'd point to for, for why those didn't work there? Well, one of them we fumbled, right? One of them we fumbled, we put on the ground. One of them was a bad call by me. The other one we did a horrible job of executing. But that's what it really comes down to. You got three different reasons why we didn't convert those three third downs. I wish it was one singular thing that we can fix. But that's part of being early in the season. That's part of being early in the season, having a bunch of new guys in the huddle. That's a new, that's a new squad out there, really, in the huddle, communicating in two tough environments, right? Two environments where you couldn't hear anything and mistakes happen. So we're, we're anxious, excited to be at home. And we just want to we'll, – we'll improve. We'll get better from week in and week out. But I really do love where we're at right now as an offense, even while we're not healthy. I asked, um, I asked Todd yesterday if he's concerned about the older guys, the number of older guys who are dinged up. And he said in the NFL in 2022, with limited padded practices, limited reps in the preseason, stands to reason. Do you, do you see it that way too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this it's part of the game, really. It's really part of the game, regardless of how you look at it. We just got to get ready to roll. That's really how I see I don't put too much thought in that, young, old, whatever. The way I view it, we just want to go out and have the next opportunity to go out there and try to play well. Obviously, it's early in the season, but you're running the ball a lot more than what we've seen in the past. Was that a point of emphasis coming into the year, or is it just circumstantial over the last two games? Um, it's this year's team right now. It's this year's team right now. It's where we're at right now. That's what we feel as though the best thing to do to have a, the best chance to win these football games. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, it's not nothing, obviously, with the injuries that you have, right? We can't be what we were last year going into the end of last year, but we're not expecting to be. We're expecting to be the 2022 Buccaneers. We'll see how it all turn out, but I like, in the, I like the direction we're heading. Are you concerned how much of the load that Leonard Fournette is being asked to carry right now and whether you can sustain that? Uh, it's been a lot. It's been a lot early in two tough ball games. Uh, the thing with Lenny, you trust him so much in them ball games. It's tough to take him out. You know, it's tough to take him out of the ball game because he do so many things well. He do so many things well, and you can trust it in those environments, right? In those type of environments, 
And like I said, Lenny had one of his better games here as a Buck last year. The stats won't show that. Nothing will show that. But we know as we watch tape what we asked him to do, that was an A-plus game by Leonard Fournette. We're just happy to have someone so multiple that can do so many different things for us. It's a blessing to have Lenny. But it's, we do have to work more guys in to give more guys more opportunity, understanding this a long season. Byron, one of those guys, uh, Kyle Rudolph, you hadn't had a chance to utilize yet. Uh, how much of a factor can he be, given the fact that he's actually played the Packers 18 times and knows them pretty well, I think? Yeah, but I think he's been in with New York, so I don't think he's been in that division. I think he's with the Giants last year, so I don't know if playing a team a bunch of times with a different defensive coordinator really matter. I mean, he may have went to play those guys a bunch, but it's a different defensive coordinator. Defensive coordinator only been there two years, so last year he was in New York. So I don't know if that'll help him. That's probably really a question you have to ask Kyle. Okay, thank you. I got you. How y'all doing today? Good. Coach, is this your biggest test for your own defense? I would say so. If you look at what they did last week in their game, I think they had 38 attempts for two, over 200 yards. They were hard-headed about running the ball, and I think they will tr keep that going this week into our game. Hard to find fault with really much you've done these first two games, but opening drives might be it, right? Well, our opening drive, and speaking of our rush defense, it's really not where we need it to be right now. So right now, we feel like we need to, they're going to come in, we believe, hard-headed to run. we got to bow up and try to stop the run. Is there something you point to for why it hasn't clicked? Well, it's a, we've played some really good rushing teams, and you look right now, I think we, Green Bay are top 10 in several rushing categories, especially after their last week's game, and got a... Excellent one-two punch in the backfield, inside runner, outside runner, and they got a trigger man if you load the box that can get the ball out. So it poses a great test for us. Speaking of tests, you know, I know you guys have had a lot of success rushing the quarterback, but Aaron Rodgers is a little bit different in that. He's a guy that, like, he gets outside the pocket, and, and it's not just that he's taken off and running. He can throw it from, from anywhere on the field. We just had our pass rush meeting this morning. That's one thing we pointed out. You know, we've got four guys responsible for basically six gaps up there, but this guy is mobile, and he moves to buy time, to, and his receivers do a great job uncovering, and he can throw it a mile. So it poses a huge test for us. Coach, the defense has only allowed one touchdown through two games. There's been multiple sacks and multiple turnovers. What would you point to that is just clicking right now on defense where everything's working? I'd rather be lucky than good any day of the week. <laughs> no, actually, the guys are trying trying really hard, and the thing is they're kind of going out and trying to execute the game plan, and so far it's worked out for us. To not have a team out there, I mean, you talk about wanting to be better on the run defense. It's that much harder when you don't have them there. How does his responsibilities kind of get apportioned to the other guys, and what's the keys to, to playing well without him in that front? Well, I think you just made a good point. Most of our guys up front are very interchangeable, and that's kind of the way our roster's built. You know, now Nacho would have to come in and play a little bit more. Logan would have to play a little bit more. Will does this job. Then we added Sanat. We got a, then we have Pat that's there and that can play all three positions. So everybody's role just has to increase till we get him back. The thing with him, he just kind of keep growing. The veterans keep coming, and it's almost we think he's getting really close to it, starting to click for him. And we can see his rep count going up, and he's wrong, and he's really hungry. You know what I'm saying? So we just gotta now, especially with Akeem being down, his, his jump has got to come faster. What has impressed you guys about Sanat, who I guess could be in that rotation this week, possibly? 
Well, I th- the thing when when we had our meeting right for a final cut, and I was saying you guys made it tough for them personnel because every, you know sometimes you go into the meeting like these guys are not really good enough this time, but this year the guys we felt like we had in our D line room, all of them could have did enough to warrant a roster spot. So I thought they were going to have to make some tough decisions. So, and that being said, we look at Sanat as a player that, as a matter of fact, I told him other teams throughout this league you would been make their fifty three hands down, and we're fortunate to get you back on our practice squad. You guys haven't had a defensive start like this to the season since 2003. Just what, what are, what's the area that you're most proud of with this defense and the way they're performing? Well, the, right now they're uh, playing together. That's the thing that's really getting nobody is playing outside of the scheme. Everybody is stepping up, making plays. The DBs are covering. The edge guys are rushing. The linebackers are flying around. And you can see everybody contributing, and I think that's the thing that stands out. What can you say, too, about the fact that you have guys in the secondary that are coming in here on Tuesdays on their day off, and now they watch film together as well on Friday? Just the fact, the initiative that they're showing uh, to try to improve. Well, that's the growth from your earlier years. You see guys growing up, and they're initiating coming in. There's not coach mandated, or they're initiating all that, and that's just the growth and people taking ownership and wanting us to have success. Thank you. you. See you guys later. Two and a half points that you guys are giving up on average over the first two games. You guys, as a defense, have not been able to do that since 2003. Just what's it meant for you guys to have such such an amazing start? Uh, You know, I'm not really looking into the numbers of it. Uh, Like you said, it's early. It's only, what, week three? So uh, we got a long way to go before we start looking up at what we're doing. We got to you know, be consistent at what we're doing to make it mean something. So uh, we'll look up about week eight or something and, and see if we're still at the top of the numbers. So. Yeah. But what's it meant to the fact that, you know, there's been times where, you know, the offense has kind of bailed you guys out by putting points on the board. But right now, with all the injuries on the offensive side of the ball, you guys have had their backs. What's it meant to be yeah. able to do that? It means a team sport, man. You know, we got a great offense, and uh, it's, it's, the, it's the NFL. You know, you never know who's going to have a good game, who's not going to have a good game. So uh, just to be able to go out there and, and have their backs is everything because we know they'll have our backs when we're when we need it. Uh, hopefully we don't need it, but uh, we know that. You know, we're just an all-around good team, and we got guys who can make plays on both ends of the ball, both sides of the ball, and uh, that's how it goes. Carlton, you just touched on it. Um, you do have quite a few guys dinged up. Starting the season on turf, two games, that's a real thing, right? Yeah, that's a real thing for sure. Uh, and I would think that guys around the league feel the same way, uh, especially just getting back into it. You know, like you go through camp and you're not playing 80 plays during a preseason game and then you come back and you're on turf for 80 plays and then you go back to another turf game, 80 plays, and you're still getting into the season. Your body is still getting adjusted to it. So, you know, it's brutal uh, to start off with, uh, but obviously, you know, throughout the season you get adjusted and, you know, your body is, 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 is ready for it. But starting off, it's, it can be really brutal on the body. Your face lit up talking about getting to face Tom Brady every day in training camp. You know, you're going to be facing one of the all-time greats this week in Aaron Rodgers. What does that do for you? I mean, it's fun, you know, going up against uh, the best. That's why you play in this league. That's why you prepare every day. Um, but it's the NFL. Uh, how I feel is that 
every week is an opportunity for somebody to make a name for themselves. You never know who it's going to be. So if you come out with that attitude, like, okay, I'm not playing a great this week, so I'm going to prepare a different way, then that's the week that it happens. So. What can you say about um, Antoine Winfield Jr. and his move into that nickel position? He's played like 70% of his snaps so far this year there. Oh, well, he's always been a versatile guy. Um, he can do it all. He's a smart player. He understands the defense as well. And uh, he's able to just be around and move in different positions for us. Uh, really, all three of our safeties can do it. But for Antoine to do it, uh, it's great for him, great for his resume, and uh, he does a great job at it. What can it What can it do to for the quarterback that you're facing? And I know it's very difficult to fool Aaron Rodgers, but when you have three guys that, that could potentially be in that nickel role or could drop back and, and play deep safety, just what can that do for opponents in, in terms of confusion? Um, I don't know. If they watch film, <laughs> maybe they'll know. Uh, but uh, it gives definitely gives you like a different look. It's uh, a great disguise on certain coverages and uh you know it can be it may be confusing i'm not i'm not sure i'm not sure how they uh <laughs> like perceive us and you know what they look at but i'm pretty sure that you know giving them different looks and having guys do different things can be confusing Courtney, you've been playing with jamal for a long time yeah Just going back to this album what's it like to watch him start to come into man it's a beautiful thing man i told him that earlier today i was like man i'm proud of you because I had a feeling he would take another leap. He took a leap last year. But to see him progress and uh, to know where he's been and where he came from, uh, knowing that he had, yeah, he had two knee surgeries uh, and they told him that he wouldn't play. That they said he had like a 20%, 10% chance to play. And that was back in college. And then look at him now, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a rising star for sure. And, uh, you know, just brings tears to my eyes. You know, you know that's my guy. <laughs> Thanks, Carl. Appreciate it. Uh, no problem. I was like, how do we follow? Coach Bowles, I had asked him, what is working so well for you guys as pass rush? It seems like you guys are having a lot more success getting mm -hmm. to the quarterback uh, early. And he said that guys up front are, are kind of sacrificing for each other. I, I know that, like, for instance, on Shaq, when he had that um, that forced fumble on mm -hmm. on uh, Jameis, you know, Akeem was, and unfortunately he got hurt on the play, but but he was eating up double teams. Can you just can you just speak to that aspect? Of yeah, you know, Bowles does a great job scheming up uh, pressures where, you know, D linemen are opening up gaps for each other. You know, linebackers are picking, doing all sorts of games. So it just goes to say that, you know, like we're opening, you know, making opportunities for each other. And uh, when you do that, you know, you're selfless. You know, it just makes the game a lot more fun and everyone starts to eat. You guys started the season off knowing you have a really daunting first four games of mm -hmm. the regular season. You're 2-0 and right now with an opportunity to come home and, and add to that. Um, just And the fact that the defense is playing at such a high level, just what has that meant to you guys and, and how do you keep that going? Man, the past two games been a lot of fun. You know, been playing around, flying around. You know, we got to clean a little things up, a few things in the run game. You know, last game kind of dropped off, but we'll look back to bounce back and uh, continue to, you know, fly around, you know, attack, uh, just, you know, pick up team when we need to. What makes Aaron Rodgers such a tough guy to go against? He sees a lot, you know, pre-snap. He, he's been out here for how, however years, you know, I, I grew up watching him. So he, He's been a lot of, you know, big time games. He knows how to, you know, read covers and all that. And he, he's really sneaky in the pocket. You know what I'm saying? We got we to gotta, we gotta definitely be on our rush games and our, stay in our rush lanes this week. So a lot, there's a lot, a, lot, a, lot, a lot in our hands, but, you know, nothing we can't handle. And he's not necessarily one of these guys that's just, you know, getting outside the pocket and taking off and running. He can make he, he a lot of throw throws outside he wanna the throw pocket. He want to throw that thing. He want to he get them yards, you know, scoot up in the pocket and, 
know, launch it deep, make that big play. And he also has one of the quickest fades. Coach Bowles was talking about that one, the quickest fades of anybody in the league. Oh, yeah, he, he, he stopped that. Match him up, you know, physical. Got to be physical on the outside. There's, there's been times over the last, you know, two years where, where the offense has kind of bailed out the defense at times. But with the offense having so many injuries, for you guys to perform the way you have, where you're giving up an average of six, six and a half points a game, you mm -hmm. haven't had, you haven't had that since 2003 with this team. Just what, what has that meant for you guys to be able to have your, your offenses back in such a big way? You know, we got their back just like they got our back. Uh, we got to pick up slack. You know, they pick up slack, we're slacking. So it just plays hand in hand. It's a team game. You know, our, our side of the ball. You know, all we can. Control is what we can control. You know, we're gonna play it one one play at a time. And you know, at the end of the day, I believe you know we got the you know the right the right pieces, the right coaches, the right players, and you know the right energy within this, this locker room and this team. There's a lot of special things gonna happen this year. Joe, the, the goal is always to take down the quarterback. But when it's Aaron Rodgers, like does it hit a little bit different? You know, that's one that I really want to get up for. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But you know, if I'm if I get him down, I'll be happy. But you know, next play, I gotta get him again. But it's not just the sacks either, right? Like Get that ball you've, out. You've caused a lot of disruption. I was looking at that, like the forced incompletions and things like that. Those are a big part of your game. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, loss it down, all that, you know, go on the next play. That's, you know, that's, that's a big part of the game, you know, just like you said. It kind of goes unnoticed, but it's just part of the game. Is there any added excitement this week finally getting to come home and play in front of the home fans? Yeah, you know, we got to play in this Tampa Heat. They got to come out here. It's going to be a lot of fun, you know, in front of Raymond James, all the Bucks fans. You know, we missed y'all. Can't wait to you know, kick this home, uh, home opener off. Thank you so much. How, how's the arm feeling? I'm good. How's the pain factor? Because a lot of you guys That's don't like to talk questions. about the pain. <laughs> <That's too many> <laughs> you don't want to talk about the injury. What's oh. next? Packers, obviously, this week, uh, a big, big matchup. Being home on the home turf after uh, yeah. this team was on the, your team was on the field for two two weeks on, on turf. But to the back home, home yeah. crowd behind you, you've got to be excited about that. Yeah, no, it feels good. Um, anytime you got a good team like that coming in, uh, it feels good. And then, you know, it's even better. We get to play at home, you know, in front of our, you know, crazy fans that we got out there that we love. And uh, this will be the first home game. We got to make sure we go protect our house. We obviously was road dogs the first two weeks, but, um, you know, we got to make sure we, we take care of home. So, you know, we're going to go out there and do what we got to do. Injuries have been hard on this team, obviously, but to be 2-0 and with, with all the guys that have gone down, you got to be excited about that opportunity. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's just next man up mentality. Uh, it's just something that, you know, is prevalent around the league and the way that, you know, the philosophy goes. And, you know, the train don't stop for anybody, but, you know, it's just the way it goes. But at the end of the day, you know, anytime you do a good job like they have done upstairs, we're getting great players in. You know, it's not much of a gap, you know, to fill in. You know, everybody's capable enough to be able to do the job. And, uh, yeah, you just rely on that. You said you feel, felt kind of worthless while you were injured and not being able to play with don't, your teammates. Don't, don't, don't hype it up, Jim. No, just, okay. Just, but don't, what? don't hype it up. It's just a, you know, just a saying, you know, you out missing. You want to be out there with your guys. And, you know, you can't contribute on the field. But that's, that's the way it goes. It's just that's anybody who gets hurt. But, you know, you spend so much time you know, effort, you know, and conditioning, diet, and things to get ready, you know, to go out there and play and compete, and you want to go out there and do that with your brothers, so that's it. Not, not, nothing deeper than oh, that. Oh, I, no, I wasn't, I wasn't concerned for your well-being or anything. I'm great. <laughs> that's great. What, what did it mean for you to be back out there, though, today yeah, with no, them? Yeah, no, it just felt good, you know, like I said, be able to get out there, get moving around, um, it felt good. You All were right. able to ease Brandon's transition, his first game, <laughs> so you were able to, to lend a 
a voice of experience yeah. there. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it's just something that we work on uh, through training camp, you know, all the way through OTAs and stuff like that. You know, it's something that we take pride in and honing in on our techniques and what we're supposed to do. So, you know, Brandon's kind of been like a swing guy inside and out, center guards and, you know, playing both tackles. His stock's not doing anything but rising. Um, you know, to be able to go out there and do it at a high level, uh, and be able to take the coaching. You got to be able to evolve and adapt in this league and to be able to, you know, to do the many things that he can do. Uh, just prove well and works well in his corner. So, you know, I'm happy for him. Get paid, my boy. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about Brandon, some of those young guys that stepped up and, you know, he had a couple of the new guys added to the line. How do you feel like that group has matched so far in these first couple of games? Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's good. I mean, like I said, you, you plug the next guy in. What's up, not? You plug the next guy in. Um, you know, everybody has a job to do regardless of who's going in there or what's going on. So, you know, for him to be able to step in with the guys and not lose any gelling like that, you know, it's pretty cool. So, like I said, it just boils down to what we do. Five guys on the same page, top to bottom, we're all good. Thanks, Donovan. Thanks, thanks.